appreciate him giving us a half. I appreciate him giving us a half hour. Um, that's live feed going on. Okay, welcome everybody. This is the Big Joel Community Call every other Monday, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. I'm pretty sure I see all time zones today. So welcome everybody. Those of you that are new to this call, we sort of kind of maybe use the chat a little bit. Uh, we usually have uh, too many people on here for me to really look at it, but Josh Brown does take a look. If we're talking about something specific, we will put the link in there. Um, baby housekeeping, as you all know, all these calls are turned into audio podcasts. They're also being streamed live on LinkedIn, YouTube, and Facebook as well. And I know some of you all are watching on that. So welcome um, to all of you today. Um, the only other housekeeping for me is we now have two different uh, crush groups starting. If any of you all are interested, I feel like there's about four slots, maybe five in the two groups. These are starting in the next two or three weeks. Uh, if anyone's interested, you can reach out to us at info at bigjoel.com or sometimes Josh throws that in the chat. So welcome, everybody. Interesting, interesting. Uh, we've had some funky weather. Uh, most of the loan officers I am talking to uh, always have been super busy with prequals, uh, but more things are starting to come on the market. We're in, obviously, another interesting market. A lot of people are, are, are calling it, uh, uh, you know, uh, the COVID market plus plus, meaning just as brutal when an incredibly uh, great house comes on the market. Um, you know, multiple, multiple, multiple offers, you know, sometimes 20 plus uh, all of the um, uh, contingencies being waived again. Uh, I feel like the media is playing ball with us. They're starting to play ball a little bit better. Um, you know, obviously, I don't like the rhetoric of wait for prices to drop. I, I think uh, I'm with agents every week somewhere in the market, and there's very few agents are saying prices are dropping anywhere unless a house was so overly priced before and then the minimum drop is still well above what they bought it for uh you know two three four years ago so again hopefully the media is going to start to come our way a little bit um just a couple of classic themes i'm going to talk to chris about a little bit um agents are still saying loan officers are you know calling them you know, 30 calls a day. I had one agent uh, offer me just about anything that I wanted to make loan officers to stop calling her, please. She, to the point where she wanted to change her number. And uh, it's interesting for those of you on this call that are doing the right activities um, and you're not sitting and uh, dialing for dollars or even worse, having a, having a biz dev person calling for you. By the way, ask an agent how they feel about that, about a biz dev person calling them and you will see hatred uh, spew out of their eyes on those calls. Um, you know, if you're doing the right activities, this is the kind of market where you can truly, truly pull ahead of everyone. Um, I think uh, Laz is on here right now. He's got his camera on. Chris, I don't know if you heard this, but Laz uh, dropped a couple weeks ago, said 50,000 loan officers had um, turned in their licenses in the first quarter, which means even though volume's down a little bit, there's more loans for us to get. So with, it, with that, uh, I want to introduce everyone to Chris Shelton uh, coming in hot. I, I'm looking at his wall, so I'm assuming he's home base today in Raleigh, North Carolina. Chris has been in the business uh, 20 years. He's done every job, uh, loan officer, 
branch manager, area manager, regional manager. He's now, Chris, let's say, change your title, divisional manager with Movement Mortgage, uh, a very large division. He's got a lot of states and a lot of loan officers rolling up to him. Um, he's known in his company, by the way, as the originators manager because of his uh, street experience. And uh, I've known Chris for I don't want to say how long because then it really has made me feel, but I, I think it's 13 years, maybe a little more than that. And um, always enjoy talking to Chris, enjoy doing stuff with Chris. Uh, he's got a lot of passion and I just want to talk to him today, sort of bird's eye, 40,000 feet. Chris, what are you seeing in, in the ranks? Not just, not just within your own company. I know you're constantly recruiting, meeting new people. Are the loan officers starting to shake off the cobwebs, the crying and, and, and getting back to business? Or do you think people really still need to dig in some more? What are your thoughts on that? Yeah. Thanks, Joel. And hello team out there. Great to see everybody. Happy Monday. Um, it really seems to be, Joel, kind of two camps. Um, you've got one camp that um, is, you know, that, that seem to be frustrated, obviously, with the, frustrated with the market, frustrated with products, frustrated with pricing, whatever that may be. And this is not just at, at our company, it's at, at, at any company, just folks that we're recruiting. And then you have two camps, um, you know, the other side of the camp that is, that is kind of using um, the market with people kind of with their head in the sand a little bit, kind of woe is me, that are out kind of going out and grabbing the business that is out there in the marketplace. You know, where I live specifically in the South, there's a lot of new construction business. So, um, you know, there, there's there's a lot of homes still being sold, specifically here in Raleigh, one of the healthiest markets in the country. Um, there's still a lot of houses being sold. So we, we still have some loan officers here putting up some pretty, you know, tremendous numbers. Um, but there seems to be kind of two camps right now, Joel, those that are kind of sitting around and waiting for lower interest rates and those that are going out there and getting their piece of the business right now. And, and, and everyone, you know, take take that to heart, because if you're a loan officer that's going to get it, I'm calling this a market share taking market. OK, this is this is a market where the big dogs, where the people out there looking to grow their business are absolutely 100% growing their business. I see some of them on here today with their cameras on. Uh, I know these are very aggressive people. Uh, you know, if, if you if you if you lose a save deal to one of these uh, ladies or gentlemen, you've got a big problem because they are going to be in front of your referral source and that referral source is probably going to go away. And, you know, Chris is echoing, uh, Chris, the same thing that I'm hearing. It's amazing to me that loan officers are still sitting around um, and, and literally just waiting, waiting for something to happen. Um, and again, for those of you that, that, that are doing that, you could, you could just literally put these people out of business. I mean, it could be 100,000 licenses turned in in the second quarter, which honestly would be great for every single person on this call. It would be, it would be incredible. Chris, what are you seeing some of your best people doing uh, as far as, you know, head down when you're talking to these uh, ladies and gentlemen in your in your division, what do you what are you seeing that are some common characteristics of your top of your top people? Yeah, thanks, Joel. So, um, you know, really two things stand out um, are the LOs that are having really great success right now are focusing in on their database and working and mining that database on a consistent daily basis. Um, whether they're using that to take deals to their agent partners or calling of their database just, just to find other deals or be connected to other people that can send them business. So um, number one, first and foremost, is the folks that are working their database the best. And then two, um, 
I see a lot of our LOs, mo most of our LOs that are in, you know, it's called the top 50 are really focusing on new construction. You know, as the, as the resale market has become tighter and tighter in different, you know, in different markets, um, our LOs that seem to be rising to the top right now are ones that are focused on new construction. Um, and it's interesting because I, I also hear from, you know, a lot of our loan officers said, well, that account's taken or we've already got that builder or that builder has their own uh, lending company. But there's thousands and thousands of, you know, smaller kind of mom and pop builders out there that do, you know, they don't they don't do the volume that some of the bigger builders do, but they're they're up for working with a mortgage lender and certainly somebody that, you know, has relationships with realtors that can bring them buyers. Right. So um, <clears throat> I would imagine everybody on this call probably has more prequals than they're used to having right now. Right. You've you've prequalled tons of buyers that can't find a home. And so there's plenty of smaller builders out there, mid-sized builders that, uh, you know, that are looking for, that are looking for buyers. And if you can take some of your prequals and bring those to the builders, it's a great way to get in front of a builder that you may be able to get more business from. And, you know, Chris, I, I love when you said, when people say, oh, they already have a lender, they already have this. I'll, I'll challenge anyone that's on here. It used to be, Chris, the number one market share builder-owned mortgage company in the country was Pulte Mortgage forever. And they had the number one percentage of capture. And it was like 62%, which means 38% of those, by the way, 62% of mortgageable deals. So take the cash out, right? So where did the other 38% go? And that was number one, right? Most of these guys, the capture is even lower. Um, and and, and there, you could do so much business just being number two, number three, number four, it doesn't even matter, but having the right attitude and actually going in there. And I don't know, I don't know if you guys heard Chris say that he said it really fast. The, the second thing he said was awesome. I want to, I want to put a flashlight on that, but I want to make sure you all caught the first thing. Okay. That, you know, having the attitude of, Oh, these guys already have their lenders. So, so what, guess what? If every loan officer has that attitude, then you have the reverse attitude. <laughs> okay. Because you'll be the only one going in there. The second thing Chris said, which I think is is, is pretty cool, um, is these smaller builders. And he's right. They're all over the place, depending on the market you're in. Um, many of them are not affiliated with lenders or, or, or maybe they just have a loan officer they like. And that's the same thing as building a relationship with a new agent. It's the same exact thing. It just happens to be a builder site agent or, or it could be the builder themselves if they're small. Um, and, and I would say, Chris, when you when you said y'all probably have more more uh, prequels than you normally have, I think that's an understatement. You know what I mean? They've got them coming out their ears, I think, um, to that point. Uh, so, Chris, are you seeing your top producers? Um, you know, what's how's the wine factor? I love loan officers. You know, the business slows down. Our rates are high. Uh, we don't have enough programs. You know, this sucks. That sucks. And I, lo I love saying to them, you know, if there's a perfect mortgage company, like everybody would work there. There would only be one mortgage company. Literally everyone on this call would work at the same mortgage company if there's a perfect mortgage company. And there isn't a perfect mortgage company. And I think it comes down to straight up attitude. It comes down to straight up, you know, what you're thinking. Um, all day. I had a phone call with someone on here this morning who shall remain nameless, who has his camera off right now, uh, where, where, you know, he was saying, hey, you know, where I work isn't perfect, but it's not going to be perfect to anywhere. Chris, are you finding your top producers 
just have a champion's attitude with that stuff, even when it's bad. I'm sure at your company, like every other company on here, Chris, as soon as we start getting busy, everybody riffed a ton of people. <laughs> I'm sure ops is squeezed like everywhere. And immediately it's a great, you know, it's a great reason to complain. Tell me a little bit about sort of the champion's attitude that your top producers have and yeah. what you see. Yeah, thanks, Joe. I think I think to expand on what I was saying is like really taking charge of the buyer. I, I think, listen, most real estate agents, they, they probably don't have as, as, as much formalized training as you all have on this call as loan officers. So like that, that's what I mean by like, I think we sit back and wait for the realtor to take them to the builder. Like why, why not take those prequels and help the realtor, you know, get another sale and help the buyer find a house, right? So leverage your prequels to bring in a builder account, right? And that's what I'm saying. The, the loan officers in our company that are taking charge of their business and not sitting back waiting for the market to get better or waiting for the realtor to do something are the ones that are having success. And, and, and to your point, I think you mentioned this, Joel, is the ones with a positive attitude. Again, the world is negative. The news is negative. Everything that you hear in real estate is negative. So, uh, a lot of our loan officers that are really having su success are ones that are just doing it with a smile, that are putting things in perspective and, and being very pragmatic in, uh, in what they're doing. Because um, one thing that I see is people are magnated to positive people and people run away from negative people. And so there's a lot of negative people. There's a lot of negativity in our industry right now. So the people that are positive are pulling in the other people that are just looking for some hope. Right. That's that's what everybody's looking for right now when, you know, when when the market is where it is. Right. They're looking for some hope. They're looking for positivity. And so our LOs that are having the most success are typically the ones that are most positive. And listen, not all of us can be optimists, but you can fake it. Right? You, you, can fake it. You, you, don't, you don't have to go. You don't have to go into every single day and just, you know, crying for crying for a deal or whining for a deal. Right. If you if you get out. And, and you're making sales calls and you're being consistent around it, people are going to be magnated to your positivity. And, you know, Chris, one of the things that brokers have been telling me, uh, brokers, uh, okay, real estate brokers, not the agents themselves, but we'll call it the broker or record or the managing broker, the owning broker, owner broker, is that one of the biggest challenges that they're having is they think a lot of deals are, uh, are, are not coming to fruition because their agents aren't great at overcoming objections and transitioning the lead to their lender partner. And I've been telling agents in groups all over the country, get good at your scripting to get these people to, to your lender partner. And then I've been saying to the lender partner, okay, how are you overcoming the objection of, well, I have 3% 30 year fixed, I can't move. Or how will I, you know, what will I do? Um, you know, how will I move? I don't understand. And there's so many factors that the agents don't know about. And the best loan officers in the country right now that have relationships with their agent partners to the point where they can explain this to them. We just did this, you know, my, my weeks go so fast, but I'm fairly certain. I think I was with James last week in Connecticut. I think if I'm wrong, it might've been the week before. I think it was last week. And we were talking about literally talking about um, you know, looking at numbers to the point where, you know, consumer debt at 18%, a subprime car loan at whatever, 
you know, selling a house, using part of the equity to pay off all the consumer debt, then buying a new house with a 6% 30-year fixed and lowering your monthly payments, 1500 bucks a month. You know, James said, what is the cost really? No, you don't have a 3% mortgage because you have to throw in the cost of all, anything that you borrowed on, and it's not 3%, you know? And, and so where I'm going with that, Chris, and what I wanted to ask you, I just wanted to, you know, confirm this for me. I am seeing right now in the market, I've been doing this just a t t tiny bit longer than you, but you're an old man now, so I can give you a bunch of crap. But, you know, you got to be a master of your craft right now. I mean, there's, there's just no, you know, I love it. A loan officer said to me, uh, you know, this morning or yesterday or, you know, or whatever. Oh, I just use a spreadsheet for that. I'm like, no, 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 no. Can you just take out your pen and just calculate that real quick? No, no, no. I, I'm like, dude, can, can you just calculate it? It takes one second. You mean you can't do the math? I'm watching the loan officers that are masters of their craft just excel, go beyond. Like these other loan officers that either don't know what they're doing or ready for this. If you're newer and you don't want to go find someone to teach you because you're too lazy, getting left in the dust. Chris, I'd love to hear your opinion on that or what you say, what you're seeing there. Yeah. I think I think for everybody on this call, this is a season to sharpen our sword, right? I mean, we 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 went through two or three years of just pure bliss in the mortgage industry, right? There was there was more deals falling from the sky than we could actually close. And so when we get into a season where we have a 70% retraction, I think this is a time that we all sharpen our, our sword. And one, one of the other things that kind of really leads into this, Joel, is um, our, our loan officers that understand guidelines um, and understand tax returns are excelling at a rapid pace. They are taking deals from their competition because of two things right now, variable income and declining income. And those are two separate issues, as you all know on the call, declining income and variable income. The folks that know how to tell the story to the underwriter around variable income and around declining income are taking deals from the competitors. The ones that are not are losing deals to their competitors. And I'm seeing this consistently uh, in our company. And it, and it, and it, kind, it kind of lines up if you look at the people um, that are like the true kind of mortgage uh you know, people that are constantly learning and constantly kind of sharpening their acts in these seasons, those LOs that, that understand guidelines and understand how to read tax returns are literally able to take deals from their competitors right now. The ones that um, maybe they're a great salesperson and they, you know, used to be able to bring a lot of deals in the door, they're having problems converting those deals and therefore they're losing them to their competitors. Yeah, Chris, and what's happening is what I'm seeing in the market is, you know, as we do in the business, when we get busy, we, we always make a call at the back of the house, you know, at, at, at Chris Mortgage to go, OK, I want to capture all these loans. So I want to make sure I'm staffed up to capture them, even if the loan officer just basically takes a quarter of a loan app. You know, we're going to still make sure we get it closed. And the reality of it is, is at every company represented on this call at big, small, huge broker, it doesn't matter. Everyone has thinned the herd. And, and laid people off and riffed people. And Chris, there's loan officers all over the market that were used to taking an eighth of an app, handing it to a very experienced LOA who would actually do the work and do everything you just talked about, then get it into processing, then get it into underwriting. Those bodies are gone. So these files are going in and exploding in a nuclear fashion, therefore creating an opportunity for you all to grab a save deal. And Chris, I'm being told by loan officers, granted, I'm a pretty blessed guy, so I'm talking to very experienced loan officers, that these deals, there's not, they're not even save deals. They're, 
they're like, what is this loan officer thinking? This deal's totally doable. <laughs> like they don't even have to really do anything with it. And they're scratching their head going, what's going on? The reality of it is, is the loan officer that took it literally had no idea what they were doing. I mean, they, they, they couldn't, number one, not only did they not know what they were doing, they didn't look at anything on top of it. So they didn't even try to learn. Then you have an opportunity where a predatory loan officer, like an orca, you know, a, 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 whale, a sh whale shark that eats other sharks, suddenly is now in front of the agent partner and it's over for the person that gave the save up. I mean, that's what I'm that's what I'm seeing. Are you pretty much confirming that that is what's going down? Yeah, well, let's I mean, let's think about it. We, we had we had, you know, 30 percent more loan officers get in the business from 1920 and 2021. Those L.O.s probably had never had any time to learn guidelines. Right. They were drinking from the fire hose right when they started. My, my, my brother in law got into the business. He, he didn't know that there was two G's in the word mortgage when he started and he was doing seven or eight million dollars, Joel, off of Twitter per month. He had a following. He has an ESPN radio show here locally in Raleigh. He was doing seven or eight million a month. He, you know, he's he's now doing a million a month. He's hanging in there. He, he's 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 actually going to beat the uh, beat the norm. But let's face it, all, a lot of these LOs that got in, they just don't. They're not pros. They're not like the people on this call. They just don't know how to structure the file. They don't know how to tell the story to the underwriting underwriter and so therefore somebody's taking that deal from them and, and the moral of this story is it's okay if you're not comfortable and you don't know what you're doing go find someone to teach you your manager your market leader another experienced loan officer in the market i'll tell you what i did when i started i went and i took a cpa out to lunch once a week for like four weeks the same person until i completely understood how to read tax returns and then I very quickly was able to deal with underwriters on any deal because I knew what was going on and I knew how to read them. And I made sure because I realized, uh-oh, I think I need to know this. Like, I, I think I actually need to understand what negative retained earnings are. Okay. It's the same thing. You know, Chris was talking about variable income. It's a hot topic and every lender looks at it differently. And some lenders go hard on it. Some lenders are easier on it. But the bottom line is, Chris... When you and I started originating loans, there wasn't a term variable income. It was called, this guy works hourly, so let's average his income, period. <laughs> That's what we did. We took, we took, we took, we took uh, if, it was, if it was right now, we took 21, 12 months, 22, 12 months, four months of 23. We added it all together and divided by 28. If the guy was qualified, that's how you submitted the file, period. And the only reason you had a problem is if you had declining income, period. Okay, that was it. And we didn't call it variable income. It was just called, that's how you did income for an hourly rate person, period. You know, th that's just how you did it. And so, yes, uh, some companies look at it a little differently than others. But the reality of it is, Chris, I agree with you. If you sell it through correctly and it makes sense, it's going because it just makes sense underwriting. It's, hey, we want to make sure this guy can afford to pay. You know what I mean? Period. We just want to make sure he can afford to pay. Chris, what other, I'm looking at the time. Um, what, what, what words of wisdom uh, would you give uh, this crew? This is a crew. Uh, there's 54 people on the zoom. I bet there's 500 people watching live right now easily, which means they're giving up a half hour for me and for you. Maybe they're just all on for you. I would have had only two people. It's all good. What, 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 what's some um, good words of wisdom as we, as we we're, we're hot in the middle of the spring right now, um, I mean, I'm super positive uh, on the market. The NBA is saying, 
you know, last quarter, five and five eighths, something like that. They're saying the middle of 2024 down in the, you know, mid fours or whatever, which I think is going to just put a, a serious firecracker underneath housing. Forget about forget about being able to refinance everyone you everyone you did at six and a half. Forget about that. But just as far as pure purchasing, what words of wisdom would you give people? Um, you know, I always like to say, Chris, get up, stand up, turn around, look at your chair. If it looks like an imprint of your ass, that's a bad thing. You need to get out of it and go do stuff. What 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 would you tell people uh, from your level? How many loan officers roll up to you, Chris? Total. Five fifty or so. Okay, so so five hundred fifty bodies with managers and regionals and all kinds of people in there. Give 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 everybody some words of wisdom, and we'll let you go. Yeah, we we have about a ten billion dollar division in, in in the market that we're in right now, Joel. But um, gosh, uh, mindset mindset is mindset is the number one success indicator that we uh, that we see in in every line of business, not just mortgage. So. Um, if you think you're going to have a bad year, you probably are. Uh, if you think you're going to go out and crush it, then you, you probably will crush it. So I think first and foremost, as we continue to sharpen our, our ax and, and kind of sharpen the stone in this season is you got to have a great mindset. You got to be positive. People, people want to be around positivity. Um, and then, and then humility, like the, the, the number one strength that loan officers have, I think in business is humility. Um, our most humble LOs are the ones that are winning the most deals because people are magnated to them. And then self-awareness, just gosh, Lee, if we could all focus on, a little bit more on self-awareness and realizing what our gifts are and realizing what um, some of our weaknesses are, and then you're not going to correct all of that. But if you expand on your gifts, so whatever you're good at, I, I'm only good at two things. I'm good at relationships and recruiting. I was, not that, I, was, I was not that good of a loan officer. That's, that's why I'm not originating anymore. So I, I am expanding on my gifts, which is deepening my relationships and pushing harder on recruiting. Um, and then just being self-aware of the things that you're not good at and the way that you come off to people. I think we could all, um, after, you know, after three years of uh, doing great, I think there was a lot of entitlement in our industry. And so I think we all need to focus on being self-aware. But I'd say the number one thing, uh, Joel, is mindset. Mindset will determine the success level that you have this year. What a great, what a great uh, message to end on. I agree one million trillion percent, Chris. I like to put it this way. It's fun with my with my older boys that are that are that are looking at me like you know they want to wrestle, and I just look at me go, it's you're never going to beat me. And they're like, why not? You're old. You know, you're out. And I'm like, you don't understand. I'm like, you're never going to be. You just don't understand. You And they, they, they just look at me and I'm like, it's all right here, buddy. You're going to lose right here. You're going to lose right here. So what a great message on mindset. And really, really, everyone, this is what it's all about. I want to thank Chris Shelton, Movement Mortgage, Divisional. Uh, Chris, I would say what I'd say division, but it's sort of uh mid-Atlantic, northeast, a little bit into this area. It's a it's a it's a thing, but uh he's got runs a huge division uh for movement. If you have any questions for Chris, you can get him at uh Chrissy Chris dot Shelton at movement.com. Chris yes, Shelton, what pardon? Yes, sir. That's it. Yeah. Chris dot Shelton movement.com. Uh he's a very nice guy. He's busy, but if you have any questions for him, you can certainly reach out and email. Uh, find him on social media. You get to see his kids playing sports uh, and and him catching fish. Uh, if you if you want to connect that way, and thank you everyone for donating some of your time this week. 
and especially Chris. We'll see you all in two weeks. Everybody get out there and get some. See you all. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, Appreciate Chris. it, buddy.